This is Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say on the air. Tuning you into the Latino literary renaissance in all its splendor. Interviews, teatro, rap, fiction, poetry, memorias, composer spotlights, and more. Always mas. This is Tony Diaz. You're tuning into a special broadcast marking the history that has been made by the Ethnic Studies Bill, House Bill 1504, which will make Mexican American history and African American history count towards high school graduation requirements in Texas. Of course, Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say on the air, has been covering this issue ever since the modern era of ethnic studies began with the banning of ethnic studies in Arizona when we became Libro Traficantes and we documented and lived through that history and brought you with us and you supported us as we step by step united across the Southwest and brought community cultural capital together. A lot of our crew members became Libro Traficantes and we smuggled the books banned by Arizona back into Arizona sparking a national movement. This shows you that the tip of the pyramid is policy change. Community cultural capital is the base. And the policy change that we all united for was to overturn the ban of ethnic studies in Arizona. Because as you know, in our lifetime, Mexican American studies was banned by Republican legislators in Arizona. We're happy that we all united across the Southwest, and then the nation to overturn that un-American law. And we were all inspired by the community cultural capital of Tucson, Arizona, where our community created the intelligentsia that wrote some of those books. Of course, a lot of our familia throughout the country wrote some of the other 80 texts that were in that brilliant curriculum. And you had people from Tucson, Arizona, who created the curriculum, taught the curriculum, and so many students who embraced it and developed such powerful community engagement over the course of six years. Hats off to them because they were the ones that inspired all of us and fired us up. We then came back to Tejas and engaged in what we are calling the modern era of ethnic studies because we do want to remind you, this struggle is at least over 50 years old when ethnic studies was formally launched in Califas, but of course it continues. And today here in Texas, reporting from Houston, Texas, and just being back from Austin, Texas, we're here to tell you that this is a real important milestone. This ethnic studies bill has passed through the House. It now goes to the Senate, and we'll keep you posted on how that goes. But of course, we must celebrate victories and mark history and as I said earlier, Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, has been engaged in that since 1998. The Libro Traficantes <laughs> created the Libro Traficante caravan back in 2012. And we're happy that we can report that the ban of ethnic studies in Arizona was overturned. This also covers the domain of our new radio program, Latino Politics and News. And this also symbolizes how we've had to not simply cultivate a space for art, but at the same time engage in politics, in that civic engagement is this path to make sure that our civil rights and our human rights are observed. Additionally, I want to stress that our community doesn't have the luxury of art for art's sake. This is the kind of stuff we got to do, but we are good at it. This bill passed the House on May 12, 2021, I want to thank State Representative Cristina Morales, who has spent a lot of time devising the bill, working closely with the community, of course, working there at the Capitol, and has welcomed this, us through every step. We also want to give a shout out to the additional authors of the bill, State Representative Wu, State Representative Allen, State Representative Jarvis Johnson, and of course, it was bipartisan. Uh, those state representatives were Democrats. We also want to thank State Representative Dan Huberty, who's a Republican. 
Texas House Bill 1504 will keep that same bill number as it travels to the Senate, and it will be carried by Texas Senator Carol Alvarado, also from Houston, Texas. This bill is bipartisan, and of course, the two courses that qualify under this bill were vetted by the Texas State Board of Education, which we were deeply involved in. We are also members of the Knox Tejas Foco, which has been pivotal in organizing Mexican-American studies scholars and educators throughout the state for this cause. At this press conference, you'll hear from the chair of the Knox Tejas Foco K-12 Mexican-American Studies Committee, and that is Dr. Christopher Carmona. You'll also hear from Dr. Angela Valenzuela, Dr. Valerie Martinez, Dr. Liana Saldana, and Eliza Epstein. And it took a few years with Mexican-American Studies, but by the end, Mexican-American Studies was approved across party lines unanimously, which means Democratic and Republican Texas State Board of Education representatives approved these courses, and then subsequently African-American History as well, which is fantastic. We also want to thank some of the co-authors, State Representatives Bauer, Button, Canales, Dominguez, Guerra, Inajosa, Martinez, Mesa, Morales Shaw, Munoz Jr., Perez, Rodriguez, Sherman Sr., and Theory. Of course, I want to thank all of you for getting involved. So many activists, so many scholars. If you go to texasizedhistory.com, you'll see a special broadcast that we had on the air, as well as on Facebook Live, on the Nuestra Palabra Facebook page, where we spoke to some of those early progenitors of this uh, initiative, including Dr. Angela Valenzuela, Dr. Christopher Carmona, Dr. Emilio Zamora. We also want to thank uh, some of the other folks that have been involved, top to bottom, Texas State Board of Education Representative Ruben Cortez, Marisa Perez, and so many other folks. I really feel bad if I leave anyone out, but please go to either our web pages or Facebook pages where we do acknowledge them and listen to the radio shows as well. There are so many people that are part of the community cultural capital that have pushed for this. So now you're going to hear some live audio from the press conference that was held the day after this bill was passed at the Texas House of Representatives. And as I mentioned earlier, it now goes to the Texas Senate where it will be carried by Texas Senator Carol Alvarado, also from Houston, Texas. And it now goes to the Senate's Education Committee. There's only about two and a half weeks left during the session, which ends on May 31st, 2021. And I'm trying to cover all the details because, as I mentioned earlier, this marks a milestone. We're making history, but we're going to continue covering history, and we want to keep you posted. I want to thank all of our crew that helped bring you both of our radio programs, Nuestra Palabra, Latino Writers Having Their Say, and Latino Politics and News here on 90.1 FM KPFT, your community station, which has been involved with this movement from early on. And I want to thank Rodrigo Bravo, who is one of our producers and mixes the shows inside out. Gabriela Vasquez is our intern who's been doing a great job spreading the word. I want to thank also longtime Nuestra Palabra Familia and Libro Traficantes, Lilo, Libro Traficante Lilo, Liana Lopez. Leti Lopez, and Roxana Guzman. And you, dear listeners, we hope you can take some time and visit the website kpft.org and make a donation in the names of one of the radio programs, either Nuestra Palabra, Latino Writers Have and Their Say, or Latino Politics and News. Because without the station, we would not be able to bring you these cutting-edge stories the way we want. We thank all other media that cover this I want to make one thing clear. We're not just media. We're bringing you the community's voice, our legacy, our values, our vision, our terms on our terms. This is Tony Diaz. Thank you so much for your support. We open with words from Texas State Representative Cristina Morales, whose vision it was to further this bill and has worked tirelessly to get it to this point. We thank her for dedicating her time and energy to this cause and for living up to the legacy of the Morales family. 
llamaste Espero lo que siento fue bastante Veo mi corazón que tú robaste Sabes me encanta Mi chamita Su día, su día, el amor de mi vida Tienes la baila, lo que necesito Yo sé que querías tu ancianito Quiero enamorarme de tu cultura Quiero ver Valencia y Caracas Quiero borrar todas las comidas Y ver los océanos en las playas Texas, whether they know any black or brown historical figures, they will often give you a blank stare. They know many white historical leaders, but they have very little knowledge of black and brown historical leaders. So I'm proud to stand before you to announce that HB 1504 passed in the Texas House on third reading yesterday. Woo! I'm so proud. Um, and this bill is really a, a result of months of work with scholars, school districts, educators, students, community stakeholders, and my staff, thank you so much, and members here in this body. Um, and what this bill does, HB 1504 allows ethnic studies courses to count towards existing graduation requirements for high school and expands access to students in high schools across Texas. So we had approved Mexican-American studies and um, uh, African-American studies through the State Board of Education, but they were only electives, but now they will count towards graduation. I am so blessed to know my history and my cultural culture from my family. I was an orphan, y'all. I mean, the chances of me having the success I have today were very, very slim, but knowing my family history and knowing the successes they had in their life made me know that I could do this, but so many kids don't have that opportunity. So this is very, very important and personal to me. Uh, I really want to thank Representative uh, Allen, Representative Wu, Representative Johnson, but most especially Representative Dan Huberty, who really made this a bipartisan bill and really supported my efforts to get this uh, passed and listened to my story when I told him this is so important to our community. And so a huge thank you to him. I have to thank the speaker, Dade Phelan, because I went to him many times and I told him how important this bill was to me. And I know he is uh, one of the reasons we can stand here and say that this bill passed. Um, so uh, uh, I want to recognize Tony Diaz. This came uh, because we had a conversation uh, right after the, the murder of George Floyd and, and we had gotten together during the pandemic and sitting far apart and we had a, a wonderful conversation and we talked about how important it is for, for people to know histories of all the diverse people in our state. <laughs> We're the fourth most diverse state in the nation and so this is truly very historical and very important and thank you so much, Tony. And I want to have some of the other representatives come and speak. Dan, why don't you come up? And uh, yay! <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'll just be brief, but uh, uh, it's good to see the other members here. We're still more. We're still on the floor trying to pass some of our other bills right now. But um, 
you know, I've served on public education, uh, the committee for uh, 12 years and was on school board. And, um, you know, good public policy means you work in a bipartisan fashion, right? And especially on education issues. Um, and, uh, you know, Christina came to me and we talked about this and how important it was to you, her in particular, um, you know, a lot of bills that we hear through the public education committee are really meant to be bipartisan. I mean, we're trying to help kids. And um, I think this is a, a, a great start um, towards understanding our history of heritage. You know, the, the, the country's in a, in a state of flux right now. And if we don't understand each other, we don't understand histories, and we don't understand, you know, how things work and, 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 and how we have to be able to work together, um, that's a problem. And you have to start with, you know, as I know, you start at the earliest possible ages that you can, uh, and make sure that everybody starts to understand each other. Because um, you know we're in a we're in a, s a situation in this country today that, that to me is is scary um, that we're not understanding each other. And so this is a great start for a lot of different types of bipartisan legislation. Um, you know, kids are you know kids shouldn't be bipartisan. They shouldn't they shouldn't be they should be taught that they'll, they'll they'll create their own they'll create their own ways to become bipartisan. There's some of our kids right there, right? You know, I mean, how appropriate. I staged that for you all, just you know, and I had that all planned. It was perfect timing. So, uh, but uh, I'm just happy to be here with you all today, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, you know we got more work to do. We got to work hard in the Senate to get this over the finish line. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dave. Yay! <laughs> All right. Those kids can't get credit for them. I know. <laughs> Hi, I'm State Representative Jarvis Johnson. Let me congratulate uh, Representative Morales on a, on a job well done. Kind of give you a backstory on how we even got here. I actually had a bill, uh, 3638, that dealt with um, the, putting together an advisory board for uh, African American studies. The, at the time, um, the public ed, a um, few of the board members said, look, you're not going to, you need to get with Christina and you guys need to figure this out. And I said, well, this is two different bills. So, but at the end of the day, long story short, this is what compromise and this is what means to come together to show that the black and brown community can come together and, and for the greater good. And so I decided to let my bill go and support uh, Christina's bill because there was no point in us trying to fight this out uh, because we both have the same uh, goals. And so to be able to be here today to make sure that uh, these, this type of education uh, is, is available for our children is important because for far too often, um, our children have only seen a, a small microcosm of who they are. When you look at African-American studies and the history books, it truly only talks about slavery and the civil rights movement. But African-Americans in the state and in this country have done so much more than just simple um, slavery and civil rights. There's been so many contributions that have been made uh, in education, in business, uh, and so we need to make sure that we, caps, we, we capture all of that, uh, and that's why it's important that we have correct and accurate information so that our children, when they're studying, they look and feel good about themselves because they have seen someone who looks like them. And I often say children will be what they see, and so we have to make sure we put good images uh, of them, uh, not only in everyday life, but then certainly in the history books so they can be very proud. Because I remember being a young man, and when it came to that part of the history book that we had to talk about slavery, it was, as a young man, as a, a, a school-age kid, it was always embarrassing because, of course, all the other kids kind of sneered and giggled. Uh, and so it was not always something that I'm, um, I look forward to. As an as a, a older, younger man now, I can, I can truly say I, I'm, I'm glad I was able to look at that history, but I certainly know that there's more history that needs to be made. So, again, That's to powerful. Christina, thank you so much for what you did. All of the, the reps that are here, thank you for, for, for being a part of this. And I think we're going to have some great things to come, and our children will be better for it. So, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Good. Hi. Uh, good morning, everyone. I'm State Representative Marianne Perez. I represent House District 144. And yes. I just want to say how proud I am of my colleague, Christina Morales, for passing this bill, for never giving up, for believing that she could do it. Because as Jarvis, as Representative Johnson stated, I too, as a young girl, wondered, well, where are we in the history books? You know, what, what, where did we come from? The only thing we see or we, I saw as a child was the war, that the Mexican-American War. Other than that, where were we? I understood the, the African-Americans were slaves, but 
where were we? So I think this is, this is a joyous, great day, and this will, for all the future generations to come, they will know we had a place too. So thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. No, please. Okay, please. Thank you so much, Chairwoman. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hello, everyone. I want to uh, speak from a different perspective, of course. Later on, my colleagues and will share other. Uh, of course, I am so proud of uh, supporting my dear friend, also the vice chair of the International Relations and uh, Economic Development Committee, which I serve as a chair, chairwoman. And we work closely together. That's why I want to give a little bit of perspective from the economic uh, development and also the international relations. I think it's very important for the school students to learn not only you feel like you're identified, okay, you're part of the history, but also the more knowledge they have at uh, international level and the more knowledge they realize, hey, this world is a, is a big, big place. The more knowledge you have, prepare you better to compete in the world once you graduate, uh, either you go to college or you work, enter into the workplace, the more knowledge you have, hey, this is diverse the world, we should not just only focus on uh, minor things, we need to be kind of open-minded knowing how big, so I consider this bill not only uh, feel like I identify uh, uh, each of us with the history, but also uh, very important uh, economic uh, development uh, tool and also most important is you feel like that uh, this world is big but this world can be small if you can identify yourself yes. with the world. Okay, sorry, I, I got it wrong Wonderful. now. Okay. Thank, thank you, you, thank you. And Wonderful. she is doing such a good job. Oh, I'm so proud I'm of so her. I'm so proud okay. to be her vice chair. Got it wrong now, bye-bye, <laughs> yes, bye-bye. Um, thank you so much. My name is uh, Gene Wu. Uh, I, I'm also a representative out of Houston. Um, I couldn't be more proud of Representative Morales and the work she did. And those of you who are watching from the outside, you don't see all the work that she put in to this. All the, uh, the backroom negotiations, the arm twisting, the begging, the pleading, <laughs> all the work that she put into this. When we only see this, and a lot of you might, want, you might even think that some of her work behind the scenes was invisible, but it wasn't. And the reason she did it is so our communities would not feel invisible. And you've heard this from uh, Representative Morales, you've heard this from Representative Jarvis Johnson, you've heard this from Representative Perez. Um, our communities are tired of being invisible. That somehow when we look through our history books, when we go through school, we feel like, where are we? I know we're here, but where are we? And this is one step to stopping the invisibility. And I know this body often comes out and says, we want to, everyone to be Texans. We want everyone to be united. We want everyone to be Americans and be proud. But we can't do that when the rest of the country, the rest of the state doesn't even know we exist. And this is the way to change it. And this is why Representative Morales did all that work that was invisible so we would no longer be invisible. And I really want to thank Chair, um, Representative Huberty uh, for being so gracious, such a gentleman, such a statesman for not only being a part of this bill, but to use his prestige, use his talents, to use his influence to help sway and change minds. This is what it means to be united as Texans. I could not be more proud of this legislation. It is now time to go to the Senate. We're, we've got to finish this. We've got to now tell the governor that when it gets out of the Senate, he needs to sign it. Awesome. Yes, I will say uh, we did invite Senator Alvarado. She's working hard right now, and she can't be here with us today, but 
it's now on her. We've, we've uh, passed, passed the baton to her, and she's now going to carry this in the Senate. So we, the work continues. We cannot stop. We've got to continue to make the phone calls. We've got to continue to offer the support. I want to also thank uh, uh, Congressman Joaquin Castro, who wrote a beautiful letter that was shared with all of the members of the Public Education Committee. I want to thank all of the Public Education Committee members because they all voted for this bill, almost all of them. <laughs> but, uh, but this is a very great day. So everyone get your cameras together, okay? And please come together for this. Yes. I want everyone to see who is up here right now. Because as you're watching, if you're watching live stream, you're in this room, take a picture of this. Take a picture of this testimony to history of how amazing Texas can be. Look at this, bipartisan, this is a rainbow coalition. These are folks from our community. Let's applaud them, because this is going down in history. No, I know they got to dive back to the floor and get some job yeah. done, so thank you yeah. both. We're going to be talking to some of the yeah. scholars and activists. Yeah. Houston, I'm going to throw some Houston love because yeah. Houston rocks. What's up? Houston in the house. Houston get it done. While you keep talking, maybe Senator will show up. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you very much. And it's a little bit of a civic engagement lesson because what you may not realize while you're watching this is they are literally voting on other bills. Just like this bill was voted on and against a little bit, uh, they're actually right now engaged. When they say the floor, they're about to go out and vote yes or no on several different bills. So thank them for that. We will be waiting for Texas State Representative Carol Alvarado to come in because as State Representative Christina Morales, this is history because the Texas House of Representatives has just passed and approved and advanced the ethnic studies bill that will make Mexican-American studies and African-American studies count towards high school graduation requirements, which is historical. We're about to talk to some of the activists and scholars to fit this into a historical context because we're not playing. And one thing I do want to say before I introduce Dr. Valenzuela, we're not playing. We're not playing. We are in classrooms teaching this. We're at home writing about this. We're at courts defending this. We're here lobbying for it. And you are watching it happen. You are a blessed generation, because I don't know of any other generation that's been able to think it, dream it, fight for it, and live it. On that note, to put this in a historical context, is someone that has been working for us for so long, her work was used as evidence to overturn that racist un-American law banning Mexican-American studies in Arizona. La mera mera de Texas, la mera tejana, Dr. Angela Valenzuela. Thank you so much. What, a, what an honor, what a privilege, what a pleasure, how exciting it is to be here. Uh, I'm representing Texas LULAC today. So LULAC is in the house. And Texas LULAC, uh, our state director, Rudy Rosales Jr., our uh, education committee chair, Rene Martinez, Belma Ibarra, and myself, we are thrilled. We are thrilled that this is happening. And when out, right, we're, uh, we're all just, I think, just, uh, just so excited because uh, this is the culmination of so much work that so many of us have been involved in for so very long. Uh, I'm just pinching myself. This can't be real. <laughs> but it is. A change is coming. Can you feel it? It's a time to fight, time to write. I knew all the things that the devil may write. Brown man, black man, yellow man, blue. Everything I thought was true was based on a lie. I learned it's true. We all be from Africa. Scientists can back it up.
attainments of today's kin tenacious. We rebels raised in a stolen nation. They shameless since the days when there was enslavement. The anguish, it don't make sense. So we can't quit with race. Let's counterattacking. The heinous, racist, ignoramus. Can't detain us, courageous. On a daily basis, the greatest. We say this till our destiny. It awaits us. Rather be hated for being real than love for being fake. Made it this far in truth and good faith. Don't sell yourself short. We are not what they say. I know change is gonna come. Let's make it work the way we can't wait on them. New changes ours to take. Each one teach one from the cradle to the grave. We're blessed with tears. We up overpaid. Now it's time to collect. Give me my change. My change gonna come. My change gonna come. And we ain't gonna stop. And we ain't gonna stop. of the soul. We are at a point in our nation's history where there has been a whitewash of what history has been. And I've said this before, but I'll say it again, Representative Morales, I believe that if the Confederate heroes of yesterday were to be resurrected today, that they would be so pleased with where we are as a nation. They knew change was coming. Uh, and they intended for things to stay the same. Mark Twain said that history does not repeat itself, but it rhymes. What we have today is not Jim Crow. Jim Crow has died. But I'm afraid as I look over the House floor, what we have today is James Crow Esquire. He's more sophisticated. He understands the law a lot more than Jim Crow. And the things that he writes are subtle. And what Representative, Representative Morales' bill does is it puts to our uh, students, our young people, an understanding of our history, an understanding of how Mexican-Americans and African-Americans have always been inclusive in the fabric of this nation, in the fabric of this state, in building this nation and what we are today. As I said earlier in alluding that the Confederate heroes would be proud today if they were here. I just believe, I believe in the resurrection. I believe that uh, if they were resurrected, uh, people like General Stonewall Jackson, who died two, who died two years before the Civil War ended on May 10th, 
1863, and the war ended in 1865, those you know history. I believe that if he took a tour of this nation and saw the over 1,300 Confederate monuments and statues in honor of his contemporaries, if he canvassed the entire state of Texas and saw all of the Confederate schools named in his honor and others, and the parks and the streets, the thousands of streets that are named in their honor, they would be convinced, perhaps, that the South had won because he died two years before. Conversely, if the great emancipator Abraham Lincoln were to rise again today, I believe that President Lincoln, though he saw the war end and saw this nation end in victory and the rebels lose, those who tried to take over this government, he would be convinced in looking at the contrast of all of the artifacts named in the Confederate and only seeing 31 monuments and statues of himself, the great emancipator, and all 31 representative Morales, as you know, are not in the United States. If he contrasts those 31 with the over 1,300, he would be convinced, knowing that they won the war, he might be convinced that there was a second war. And the South won that second war. So this work is very important. The work that you are doing to pass this legislation to ensure that all Texans, whether Mexican-American or African-American, white, whatever your ethnicity, you need to know the whole story because it illuminates our souls. Thank you so much for allowing me to co-author this bill with you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you very much for your powerful words and insights. And I want you to know and everyone to know too, and if you're watching, this will also air Tuesday on Latino Politics and News, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. on 90.1 FM, KPM. Uh, if you if you don't if you want to live stream it, you can live stream it on kpft.org. It will also air 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., which is prime time, on uh, 90.1 FM KPFT. Nuestra palabra, Latino writers have to say, and this is going to be taught in classrooms across the country from now on, because this is the turning point in Texas. Professor Christopher Carmona, who is the chair of the Knox Texas Poco K through 12 Best American Studies Committee. Thank you all for for doing this. I just want to say. Um, about this bill. For the past seven years, we have been fighting to get ethnic studies in this public school system. And to um, paraphrase Bell Hooks, education is an act of love and an act of courage. And what we have been doing in, in teaching our students about the, the diverse histories of, of this country is an act of love. That's the reason we do what we do. We have been everything for the past seven years and we're not going to stop but this bill is historic it's the first one in the state of texas for an ethnic studies bill to pass the house and so now we got to make sure this gets through the senate and gets this out there so that all of our students can take these courses and and get graduation credit for it which would be phenomenal but this is a collaboration of a lot of people um, that are some of them are here today that have been working on this for a long time. But um, I just want to thank Representative Morales for championing this bill, to bringing it out, and to doing all the work that, we, that has been going on to get this out. So I want to go ahead and bring up um, Dr. Valle Martinez and Dr. Liviana Saldana. If you guys want to come up and say some words. They are also members of the Knox Tejas Focal Committee on Mexican-American studies and pre-K through 12 education. So, Valerie, you want to come up first? Um, thank you, uh, Representative Morales, for, for leading this fight. We have been working on this for several years. I started working on this as a uh, graduate student under my advisors, Dr. Emilio Zamora and Dr. Ann Martinez, and I've been working on it since. So I thank you now 
I'm Dr. Valerie Martinez, Assistant Professor of History at Our Lady of the Lake University. Um, as an educator who has taught Mexican-American history in college and who has firsthand experience witnessing the progression of students from their freshman year to graduation, I can personally attest to the advantages such courses have upon the intellectual, psychological, and professional development of each student. Equipped with knowledge of the diversity of American culture and experience, students are able to globalize their education and be far more competitive in the job market. I have a student who participated in my Mexican American history class who upon graduation went to Germany to continue his education and, used, and he used those knowledge and skills in another country. As working individuals, they will perform their duties with the knowledge of the past that will also enhance their work atmosphere and client experience. I have another student who recently accepted a position as a museum curator in Beaumont, and I have no doubt that she will use her knowledge of these diverse experiences in order to create beautiful and informative exhibits that encapsulate the entire Beaumont community. High school students now enrolled in ethnic studies courses will have these advantages of marketability as job applicants entering an increasingly diverse society and at no cost to the Texas legislature. So as an educator who always looks to the future of my students in the job market, I cannot express how, I cannot express my gratitude to the scholars here and to the representatives who voted for this. And now I implore the senators to please, please pass this through. Please enable our high school graduates entering a community where diversity of experience is necessary to understand. Please equip high school students with this competitive advantage. Thank you all. Okay, so we're gonna. <laughs> okay, um, I want to take a moment to introduce Senator Alvarado. I mentioned the ethnic studies bill to her uh, a few months ago. We didn't know how far we were gonna we were gonna get with this bill, and you know, fortunately, the calendar gods got it on yes, the calendar. Thank you. Yes. We were able to pass the bill, and we need a champion to get this bill through the Senate. So I'm very, very grateful and we're passing the baton to you. Oh, great, and thank you. We're ready for you to run with it and you've got a lot of people here to support you. I thank know. you so much. Thank you, Representative. <laughs> thank yeah. you so yeah. much. Well, I, uh, Carol Alvarado, State Senator for District 6, and I can't think of a better person to carry it in the House than uh, my friend, first, first and foremost, and my uh, successor and representative Morales. I want to thank her and her team for their work. Um, you know, it's easier to kill a bill than it is to pass a bill, so you appreciate the work that goes into it. But after we have seen so many uh, incidents of civil distress and discourse and divisiveness, and a lot of it stems from people not respecting and learning a lot about each other's cultural differences and learning how to accept those differences. So. We know that Texas is one of the most diverse states in the nation, and our curriculum should reflect that. The more that we know about one another, the history, the culture, the less likely we are to attack somebody for their beliefs, for their last name or their skin color. But many of us have been in this fight before, Tony and, and Dr. Valenzuela, we've, we've been advocating before the State Board of Education so this issue continues, the fight continues, but I'm very, very optimistic that we're going to make it happen this time. So thank you. Yeah. 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 Latina power in the house. We love all Texas, but I got to give a shout out to the H-Town Familia, yes. which is coming through big time. And now we really do have to support State Representative Carol Alvarado, who we know in Houston for forever. She's legacy Chicana. And here she is doing the work. We're going to choose some of the other scholars that have also been committed to this, because that's really what it's about. Policy change is the tip of the pyramid. Community cultural capital is the base. These elected officials keep that connection, and so do some of the scholars. 
Let me introduce some of the other scholars, Dr. Saldana. I think you're ready to speak and say a few words. She also gives classes. And we'll you introduce the next speaker after that because we want to make sure that the folks who are watching now understand how this history is made. One story, one scholar at a time. Gracias. Please welcome Dr. Saldana. share a few more words that uh, I think a lot of our um, colleagues have already shared. But uh, my name is Viviana Saldana and I'm an associate professor in Mexican-American Studies at UTSA. I'm also a co-director of the Mexican-American Studies Teachers Academy. And so as co-director of the Teachers Academy, we have worked with teachers across the state to support the teaching of MAS in our K-12 public schools ever since the state board approved the special topics in 2015. We believe that Texas youth deserve to know the complex and rich history that makes up the state and this nation. Study after study confirms that culturally relevant courses benefit all students. For example, the Cabrera et al. study found that students, regardless of ethnicity, benefited from taking MAS courses in high school. The more MAS courses students took, the better they performed academically, even in non-MAS classes like math, reading, and writing. So now is the time to support a house bill that would ensure that all schools have access to ethnic studies, particularly at a time when so many communities are working to dismantle racism and other forms of structural oppression. In San Antonio alone, approximately 1,000 students enrolled in MAS courses during the 2019-2020 school year. This number has grown steadily with at least a dozen more schools offering MAS at, uh, during the 20 to 2021 school year. This year, the Moss Teachers Academy is expected to provide professional development to teachers in Dallas, the Rio Grande Valley, El Paso, and many other school districts in the South Central Texas region. While many schools are offering ethnic studies courses like African American Studies and Moss, these courses lack the critical designation. This bill would ensure that these ethnic studies courses count towards high school graduation. This change would encourage uh, school districts to invest in the teachers, and staff and resources to teach these courses long-term. Most important, this change will make our histories count. It would also inspire scholars and activists to develop curricula for the approval of further ethnic studies courses, including Asian American and Native American and Indigenous Studies, which are ethnic studies areas under development in our schools. We are so excited about all the possibilities for ethnic studies in our K-12 schools. We know that ethnic studies makes a difference in the academic well-being of all students and know that ethnic studies prepares our youth to address the most pressing challenges in our society through creative, socially responsible, and critical thinking. And our youth are ready for this, and so are our teachers. Awesome. Thank you. We have to come in a little closer. You want to introduce one more? Yes, yes. Can you come in a little closer? Yeah. Sure. Uh, we have one more representative here, and I'm so grateful for my neighbor. He's not my desk mate. He sits right in front of me, so I copy off of his notes all the oh, time. <laughs> uh, representative Alex Dominguez. Hi. Good morning, y'all. Thank you all so much for having me. Thank you all so much for your interest in this topic. This is a fantastic bill. As a former educator myself, I can only say that the increasing cultural awareness through lessons in the classroom is going to improve. Uh, the rich experience that our students are going to have in our high schools. As a proud uncle of biracial students, I can tell you this will, can go a long way to making a much better Texas and also letting people know about our strong Tejano roots. So thank you all so much. Thank you, uh, Representative, for this fantastic you. bill. Thanks I look for forward. I'm sure all the teachers in the state are going to be very grateful. Thank, thank you all so much. You. Thank you, everybody. Woohoo! Okay, we got to get back to the floor. Can we get a it's amazing. Well, let me get this straight. So, here. State Representative Dominguez took courses with. I Dr. took Dr. courses <laughs> with Dr. Valenzuela uh, when I was a sophomore at Rice University. We're almost related, uh, but not quite. <laughs> for, for La Feria, close enough. Close so, enough. Close enough. It, it, it's strange. So, honestly, my, my sister in law also took the same course, inspired strongly by her teachings, went on to get her PhD, and now teaches Whoa. similar subject matter for, for USC. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And here, uh, here we are convened oh, as this bill passes oh to the Senate <laughs> and perhaps changes Texas forever. So oh my gosh. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, yes. Read by poets. And we have uh, one yeah, last yeah, yeah. speaker. Let me get my phone. Uh, Eliza's been doing so much work to keep continuing our organizing. And I want you all to know too that for every one of us, we each one tip of the pyramid, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of folks also working. So, por favor, Eliza. Gracias. 
without prepared remarks, but I don't have any prepared remarks, so I'm just here. Um, I want to speak on behalf of the Everybody's Network of Texas organizers. We are super, super happy about this bill. As a parent, as a student, I've had the opportunity um, just to see the impact of what taking Mexican American Studies courses, African American Studies courses do for the students, which I think is the most incredible thing to see them work in collaboration uh, with their teachers uh, to learn about their history, but also the way that their history connects to the world around them today. And I've just heard countless students, every student that's walked into one of these classrooms talk about how it made them more excited about learning, more excited about their futures, made stronger connections with their families and with their communities. And these are the things that make everything about life richer and more powerful. Um, so I'm excited that Mexican American Studies and African American Studies counselors and schools will now have the opportunity to recommend these courses to students um, as a way to help them complete high school, to see them move on uh, through their pathways in life. And also that this will um, open the door to additional ethnic studies. As Dr. Saldana uh, mentioned, there's Asian American studies currently um, on the books in one district in the state. And also Grand Prairie ISD is doing incredible work to develop an American Indian Native Studies course. So there's just going to be mass, mass ethnic studies in Texas now, which is super exciting. Mexican American studies, Latino studies, as well as African American studies, and telling the truth about uh, our communities. That's, that's exciting, because there's a lot of overlap. That's really what boggles my mind, is that people don't understand the history of this black, brown unity, because it doesn't make news. Only bad news makes news. Of course, and that's where that, bad news always travels faster, and certainly they, I think that's, that's by design oftentimes when people want to see us fighting and not being able to come together, because there is a, um, what I call white fragility that does not want to see this because they think that if we come together as a power, then we're going to do the same to them that they did to us. And that's just not the case. We all talk about being God's children, but God's children never seek revenge. And so we're here just simply trying to exist. And the fact that we have something like this that finally can tell the story about what African-American studies are, what Latino studies are, the fact that we have to be able to tell the truth. When you look in the books, they only give such a blip. Oh, that's it. That's it. History was made, you know, 365 days a year by, by African-Americans, Mexican-Americans. It's time for us to be able to tell the real story and stop letting people just kind of gloss over it. That's exciting. Really, getting, really wonderful to get a chance to talk to you about this. Thank you for the work you do, Representative Jarvis Johnson. Thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you for doing this.
Many companies will match gifts made to nonprofit organizations. A matching gift from your company will help KPFT preserve independent music, arts, news, and views for generations to enjoy. Just make a gift to KPFT this hour at kpft.org. Then contact your Human Resources Office for eligibility requirements and to obtain a matching gift form. Many companies match the gifts of retirees, spouses, and surviving spouses too. Just fill out the employee portion of the form completely and send the form to KPFT, Attention Matching Gifts, 419 Lovett Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77006. Your gift to KPFT could double if your company has a matching gift program. Your help makes a difference. This is 90.1 KPFT, Houston.